Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 for this, the Saturday morning news video. And of course, it doesn't have to be morning. You could be watching this at any time, really. But that's what it is, the big old news roundup. And what's been in the news this week? Well, it's just signing after signing after signing after signing. We'll get into all of that just in a little bit. Firstly, make sure you do subscribe. That's the rules. You've got to like and subscribe. Otherwise, why are we all here? And secondly, as well... There, you may have noticed, but there's loads of stuff on the channel right now. Uh, we have got yesterday the driver ranking video for the year came out. So I rank all the drivers that have competed this year, all 22 of them. I rank them from worst to best. And also, the advent calendar is here. So every day, every morning, if you're in the UK, it comes out about 7am in the morning. Uh, we'll have a advent calendar video from a a hundred dollar advent calendar that I found online. So that's coming out every day between now and Christmas Day. So loads of content coming up on the channel. Not just that, but we've got a video every Friday will be coming out. If there's news to be spoken about, we'll be talking about that every Saturday, just like this video right here. So Let's get into it with the biggest news of the week, and that is that it's finally been revealed that Logan Sargent will have a job next year. Uh, for some reason, this has been drawn out and out and out and out and out up until this point. Uh, James Vowles was asked about it over the Abu Dhabi weekend. It's like, why haven't you announced it yet? And basically what he said, I half agreed with him and I half didn't. Because he said, look, if we had made a decision at Monza, the decision probably would have been to let him go. Whereas we waited and waited and waited, and his results in the last few races have given him a more positive outlook, and it looks better, and he looks like he's improving, so that may sway us to sign him. And I do agree with that, and I do think that later on in the year his results definitely did improve, but I also think that realistically... If you're actually leaving it until after Abu Dhabi to make your decision, then I think the decision's already been made that you're going to sign him. Because you're not going to leave a driver in the dark for that long. And, like, you know, in terms of signing another driver, you're not going to wait until after Abu Dhabi to get them signed because they're probably going to be signed up as a reserve driver somewhere else or do another formula by the time you get there. So, realistically, I think internally, the decision for Logan Sargent to stay in Williams has been there for a long time. Which then leads me to the point of, if, realistically, they've known for a while that they were going to keep him, why not just announce it earlier? Because surely that would help improve his performances. If he knew, oh, I've got a job next year, it's secure, there's not really a lot of pressure on me now, that does help results. We see that in all kinds of sports. We see that in football. When a player gets a contract renewal, they have that kind of boost in performance over the next few games. We see it in Formula 1 as well sometimes, where you know they know that they have job security, they're more comfortable, they perform better. So I... You know, James Miles has very much impressed me this year, and I think he's been a fantastic team principal, but this is something I don't agree with him on. I understand wanting to wait, but I think the way he's treated Logan hasn't been great towards the end of this season. Unless, of course, Logan found out ages ago, and they waited and waited and waited to just tease the fans, which also makes no sense. So really, any way I look at it from this point of view, I don't understand why it took this long. Uh, yeah, but there you go. It's finally been announced, which means that next year, 
every team's driver lineup will be exactly the same as it was this year. Well, at least at the start of the year, anyway. Who knows what could happen with mid-season driver changes and all that kind of stuff. It's not. It's happened before. It's happened this year. So we'll wait and see what happens. But as of right now, every driver is the same heading into next year, which makes this the least silly, silly season of all time. But does massively set up for a very silly season next year. And I'll have a video coming out about that maybe towards the start of next year, uh, talking about the silly season of 2024. My goodness. But that is not the only signing we've had this week, because Super Formula champion uh, Ritomo Miata... Ritomo Miata? Let's say that one instead. Uh, so the guy who beats Liam Lawson in Super Formula, he has been signed to Rodin Carlin in F2, alongside uh, Red Bull Jr. Zane Maloney. So that is a very interesting signing there, and one I did not see coming at all. That'll be really interesting to see, because we've seen how good Liam Lawson has been this year when he filled in for Ricardo for Alpha Tauri. So the guy who actually beat him is coming to Formula 2, and that is very exciting. Looking forward to that a lot. Other Formula 2 signings, though, Virtuosi have signed up Kush Miney, which is a very good deal for them, but joining him will be Formula 3 champion Gabriel Bortoletto. Now, Bortoletto is a really interesting one because um, from covering F2, F3 this year, Bortoletto, for a lot of the year, was, you know, obviously he's getting good results because he was the champion, but he was driving like a champion. And by that, I mean he was quite dull. You know, he would just be there or thereabouts, not really challenging anything. But he then won the title, I believe, in qualifying for Monza, which meant for the sprint and feature races... Actually, I think he won it in the sprint race. Yeah, and then he had the feature race. So in the feature race, he had nothing to lose. He secured the title. He could just go for it. And when he went for it, my goodness, he was incredible. The driving performance he put on when he just went for it in the feature race of Monza was absolutely incredible to watch. Now, I understand why he didn't drive like that all year, because he wanted to be a champion, and he became a champion. But going into F2 next year, realistically, I don't think he's going to be in that F2 title picture, just because there are a lot of big names around the head of F2 for next year. So I don't think Bortoletto is going to be in that, which means... Borsaletto can drive like he wants to drive for an entire year. And I think that's going to be incredible to watch. Another reason why F2 is setting up to be really exciting next year. Uh, also getting the call-up from F3 to F2 is one of my favourite Formula 3 drivers, Pepe Marti, who will be joining the Campos team with Isaac Hadjar. Uh, Pepe Marti was challenging Borsaletto to the end, really, uh, of F3 this year. And, um, you know... How I say Gabriel Bortoletto drove like a champion, uh, Pepe Marti was the exact opposite. Pepe Marti drove like a maniac and was so exciting to watch. And maybe that is why he didn't win the title. See, this is the balance of things here. But Marti is another fantastic young driver, recently signed up to the Red Bull Young Driver Programme. Really exciting. Yet another reason to be excited about Formula 2 next year. Paul Aron has also got the call-up to be in the high-tech team and will be joined by Amory Cordiel. Now, Aron has had an interesting year because he competed in F3 this year with the uh, Prima Racing team. Then he got the call-up to F2 for the final race with Trident 
and now we'll be joining high tech so he's just kind of going to collect them all in terms of the f2 and f3 teams he's just going everywhere and the final f2 signing is Jack Crawford, who will be replacing Yuma Uwasa at the Dams team. So a lot of big signings in F2 for next year, and there's still quite a few to be named, actually. If we, I've got the Wikipedia page up here. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight seats left to be announced. But, you know, some of those you'd expect, like ART haven't announced their other driver yet, but it probably will be Victor Martins. Prema haven't announced their other driver yet, but it'll probably be Behrman. But the rest, you know, very there's big question marks up and around uh, the rest of the grid. Also, F2 have had their uh, end-of-season tests for um, this year uh, happen this weekend. And the on day one, the results were very interesting. I'm trying to see if I can find the actual results rather than just uh, go off my notes. But I don't think I can. So, just off my notes, I don't know what happened every day, but I do know... Day one, uh, Ollie Behrman led the session. He was top of the times. But in second place, only a tenth off him was Kimi Antonelli, who will also be in Prima for uh, next year and is the Mercedes young prodigy, the next big thing. So, you know, testing times, you can never look into them too much because you have no idea what run plans and anything like that anyone's doing. But... This is looking good for him, and, you know, this adds to that amazing head of F2 we're going to have uh, next year, where I believe the title will come down to a Victor Martins versus Oli Behrman, just like the F3 title did last year, just like Rookie of the Year did this year. I think Martins versus Behrman will be the way we go next year, but who knows, Antonelli could also be in there too. He's skipped Formula 3, he's jumped right in Formula 2, and who knows, we could be sat here this time next year calling him the Formula 2 champion. It's all very, very, very exciting. So that is all the news we've had uh, this week. As I said, if there's more news that comes out between now and next week that I think we need to talk about, I'll be here next Saturday. There'll be videos every Friday on the channel during the off-season. And, of course, every day, every morning, is the $100 F1 advent calendar loads of stuff here on the stop and go f1 channel for you so make sure you subscribe for all that until next time though i hope you have a good one have a lovely christmas season i'll see you next time goodbye